Perhaps the most inspiring story of all time, the greatest comeback story of all time, happened in Tokyo, Japan. It was the evening of February 11th, 1990. Another heart-stopping boxing performance expected from the angriest boxer to ever set foot inside the ring. They build the fight. Tyson is back. You have to remember that uh, just nobody believes anybody can compete with Mike Tyson. In fact, the storyline seemed ripped from a horror movie. Walking into the arena, James Douglas was a 42 to 1 underdog. A dead man walking. He was about to meet the most brutal boxer of all time. They called him Iron Mike Tyson. A man who had demolished every fighter put in front of him. 37 in a row. Everything that Tyson does is intimidating. He was the undefeated and undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, holding the WBC, WBA, and IBF titles. At 5 foot 10 inches tall, weighing in at 220 pounds, Mike Tyson wasn't just the greatest heavyweight fighter in the world. He was the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world, according to Ring Magazine. You could call him, at that point, the best ever. His last fight before tonight was a holy terror of anguish and punishment for Carl the Truth Williams. Tyson dropped him stone-cold unconscious in just 93 seconds. Knocked out. The fight was over. Douglas walked into the rink, ranked the number seven heavyweight boxer in his class. Barely. In truth, he was washed up. He hadn't had a fight in three years. That was the night he got knocked out in the 10th round by Tony Tucker, who was the shortest reigning heavyweight world champion in history. He kept his belt for all of 64 days. Perhaps it was Douglas's six consecutive wins before that knockout by Tucker that put him in the ring with Tyson. Maybe it was just the fact that no one else wanted to be in that spot and was willing to trade him places. Regardless, he was about to be beaten badly by a man who was known for his punishing blows. It was going to be brutal, no questions asked. The punishment started long before he got to the edge of the ring that night. In fact, just three weeks earlier, his mother, Lula, had died unexpectedly. It was a deeply devastating emotional blow to Douglas, who happened to be very close to his mother. At the same time, his son's mother was slowly dying with a severe kidney ailment. And after weeks of training and preparation, trying to do his best in the ring, Douglas fell sick with a stomach virus the day before the fight leaving his body weak and fatigued. And there he was, stepping into the ring with the fiercest boxer in the world as an impossibly ridiculous underdog. The odds were 42 to 1 against him. Quite simply, he had nothing to lose. The thought of that put a bounce in his step. 
From the first round, it was clear that Douglas was not afraid of Tyson. Tyson was partially blocked. He danced just outside of reach of Tyson's trademark uppercut, delivering just a quick and accurate jab. So far, shown no signs of being intimidated. When Tyson tried to break inside his guard, Douglas would tie him up or move back out of range. As you watch Buster Douglas try to tie Mike Tyson up inside. Clearly winning that very first round. If you watch the fight, you would see the second round was more of the same. Douglas jabbing and moving. Douglas not afraid. That is apparent. Tyson being bested at each exchange. So was the third round. Well, the lighter Douglas is, the faster his hands are, the more accurate his punches are. Not a lot of power. And even the fourth round. Douglas still landing the jab. Tyson's corner was growing frantic. His corner man, Jay Bright, was screaming at his fighter at the top of his lungs. You can't just sit there and look at him. You've got to go to work. Tyson was off his game. That much was clear. Even Sugar Ray Leonard, who was calling the fight for HBO that night. It wasn't all one side. Don't get me wrong. Tyson was able to connect with a few smashing blows, rocking Douglas. But it came at a cost. His own right eye started to swell shut, which enraged Tyson. There's a lot of swelling above Mike Tyson's left eye, and it is partially closed. He had always dominated his opponents, always. 37 fights in a row. He wasn't the fighter getting hurt. He was the guy delivering the hurt. Round eight started with purpose. For some reason in this round, Tyson was focused and angry. And another right-hand uppercut by Tyson. Angry at his corner for not believing in him. Angry at the people in the stands for not believing in him and not having his back. Angry at the crowd cheering on Douglas. That's another round for Buster Douglas. And he even dominated the exchange after the bell. Angry at the swelling that was making it hard to see out of his right eye. And that's when he decided something. He was going to end the fight. This was the round. As the round counted down, Tyson pressed the action like a man possessed. Like the fighter who had dominated the past 37 opponents. With 10 seconds left in the round, Tyson hit Douglas with a flurry of punches. One brutal uppercut dropped him cold to the mat. One, two, three. The referee was counting and Douglas was still on the mat. Four, five, six. Douglas began to move. Seven, eight. Douglas struggled to his feet. Nine. It almost seemed like the fight would be over. But then the sound of the bell chimed at nine and the round was done. Saved by the bell, literally. Douglas limped back to his corner. Sensing blood, Tyson started that ninth round like a maniac, smashing, pounding, chasing Douglas around the ring, trying to end in brutal fashion his 38th opponent. But Douglas would not go down. He wouldn't. He wobbled, he staggered, he stayed away from his opponent. That much was clear to see. And then something happened. 
something changed. He finally realized that he was still standing. And when that hit him, he seemed to find new life, new courage, new power. Douglas hit Tyson with a four-punch combo that staggered Tyson. He fell into the ropes, hurt, wobbling on his feet, like in none of his other fights before. Mike Tyson was on the verge of going down. But he made it out of that round. Both of them did. By round 10, Tyson wasn't thinking straight. He had been battered by Douglas's punishing jab, absorbing more damage than he had in any other fight, clearly. He walked right into a devastating uppercut from Douglas. The entire stadium fell to a hush. As in slow motion, Tyson's head snapped backwards. Four smashing punches later, he fell unconscious to the mat. He had never been knocked down before. Ten seconds later, the referee... Tavio Meran counted him out. He had been knocked out. The man who had never been knocked down before was knocked out. James Buster Douglas, the man who would not go down, became the new undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And the fight, to this day, is the greatest upset in boxing history. He hadn't fought in three years. He was sick with the flu, dehydrated when he entered the ring. His mother had just died. His son's mom was dying. The odds were against him in every way. He had been doubted, mocked by reporters, beaten down, knocked to the ground, but he got back up. He got back up. See, it's as simple as that. What separated Buster Douglas from 37 other fighters who came ahead of him was that he got back up. That's what made him a winner. And it's the only thing that will make you a winner too.